Lambert und Karl-Heinz Riedle 1 zu 0 für Borussia Dortmund. meine Damen und Herren. Hello and welcome back to another German football podcast. We're back again for the second part of the Hinrunde preview. Uh, just to clarify, this was recorded before the, the first games that started last week. And we'll get back to our reviewing and previewing of the Bundesliga fixtures for the following week. But we'll just get right back into where we left off for the second part, which was FC Kill. What are we thinking about them so far this season? Just what we what you can expect it, um, Colin? Just from... The chance, even the transfer window and stuff like that, just kind of with the squad that they made, are you just kind of telling them where they should be? Yeah, I was quite pessimistic for them, so I think maybe 15th is probably about right. They've had those couple yeah. of good victories against um, Dortmund in particular, which came totally out in the blue because they, they, I don't think they'd won since. Um, before the coronavirus break, before that. So uh, that was a really big plus for them. They are still in danger, though. Still only a point above the playoff place. So um, you'd, you'd maybe be a bit worried for them, but I think they probably have enough to stay up anyway, which is probably around about where you'd expect them to be. I've gone for a C for Cohen. No players really have stood out for them, for me. I was, I was struggling to pack anyone because I think Signers like Anderson have been dis- quite disappointing. Um, maybe you look at Duda, but he's not always the most consistent either. But that's a fair point. Um, I think losing Cordoba was the biggest thing for them. Only now because you've realised Anderson, they're, not, they're just not playing the way Anderson wants to play. I don't think Anderson's been bad. I just don't think they're, they're utilising him to his, what he's best at doing. And that's wide players putting balls on his head and him. So, for me, it's been a bit disappointing that way. Uh, I think I'd agree with can I like see because of the way they should be, technically given their squad. I think um, you know the Miss Hector's kind of experience in the middle of the park, but for me, I think Uschan and Rex Bajai have been really kind of pivotal parts of the season, as well as Skiri behind the, the midfield kind of areas that been kind of what's kept them in games. You know they've they've drawn quite a lot of games. Uh, the ones that they've Maybe it looked like they could have been on and won. I think their midfield has kind of kept them in. So those kind of three players have kind of, kind of been key for for what I think their season's been. And the fact they're all quite young players, apart from maybe it's, well, taking away Skiri, he's a bit older. And the and youngster, Young Thielman, coming in. I mean, he's he's still really young and he's already played 13 games this season. So I think he's been quite impressive. Um, I just don't think that they did well in the transfer window, to be fair. Um, I think they're a team that want to 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 promote youth though, which I like. But they, I, I just don't. There's not that one player in the team right now that just oozes quality, and I think that's probably what's missing, running. Yeah, I've. I mean, I've went the same as Colin. I've went with the C as well, and picking out that kind of star player for them. I mean, for me, I wouldn't say he's been a star player, but he's been like I think he's been a useful addition. Because he can play right back, right wing back, right mid, right wing, anywhere up the right. Really, Marius Wolf. I think he he's got a lot of pace. Um, I was quite impressed with him against Bremen. I think it's a bit of a threat going forward, but 
Um, yeah, I don't think we've seen the best of Cullen. They've struggled for the most part, but um, obviously that win over Dortmund has been the, the pinnacle for them and has allowed them to kick on. Because um, after they got that, thing, as you said before, they went so long without a win, but now once they got that first one, it, they managed to get a couple, so things seem to start being improved and, and it'll be interesting to see if they'll pull away from, from the drop zone. I think the biggest thing going forward is the, the, the game against Schalke. I think if they beat Schalke, I don't think there's any I don't think there's any worry about them getting relegated. I think they'll 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 fight with Bielefeld, which they obviously lost early on in the season against Bielefeld, which is quite disappointing. But I think they'll fight for Bielefeld and maybe like a I don't want to bring Bremen into this, but maybe I kind of Bremen those kind of three positions above the relegation zone. For me, I still think Mainz and Schalke are going straight down. Um, so I think they'll definitely fight for it. I don't think they will get relegated in the end. I think, I, I did mention they don't have that one player that uses quality, but as a team, they're kind of, they've got a good kind of core of young players there that are maybe hungrier than some, like maybe the way Schalke are playing it now. I'd, I'd, I'd kind of pick Kearns players over that so I give them a C as well definitely um, I think I think one player they've missed is Florian Kainz I think Kainz was really good last season and in the, the kind of post-Covid so if, yeah, if you had to pick players that were kind of missing I think Kainz might have made a difference there but that's also made uh, made the way for Jacobs and Katerbach both to play at the same time because I feel like one of them would have missed out if Kainz was about so, do you think they'll? What What do you guys think? Do you, do you agree that they'll just kind of sit just above the relegation zone? They'll definitely not go any further than that. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they have the quality to get much higher than that. But in the same way, I don't think they'll go down because I think they'll probably get more than Bielefeld. And as you said, the teams at the bottom look a bit marooned at the minute. The minute, so they probably won't catch them. So as you say, if they manage to defeat Schalke. That'll be a big, that'll be a very key for them. And also the reverse against Bielefeld. If they manage to win that, then I don't think we'll have much problem in staying up. Do you think the Pokal might have a, a bad distraction for them running? Because obviously they've, they've went through to the next round, beating Osnabrück. Do you think that'll be a bad distraction for them? That's another game to worry about. Or do you think for a team near the bottom, having a cup run sometimes helps you in the league as well? Yeah, I don't think the cup run will be a bad thing for them at all. I think it will be kind of welcome distraction from um, not necessarily struggles in the league because they're doing okay. I think they'll probably finish between 13th to 15th. Um, and obviously the cup run's just an added bonus, really. So obviously they don't have the distraction of playing in, in Europe. So it's not like the games are building up and being too much for them. Um, and the Pokal seems to be reasonably like spread out. Um, obviously a game right at the beginning of the season and then a game just now in the middle. So it's not like it's been crammed in constantly midweek fixtures where it's going to have an effect on the squad. So, yeah, I think 13th to 15th and the added bonus a wee cup run won't do them any harm at all. Sorted. Right. Moving on from Kern. LB Leipzig, Ronan. Impressed? As usual? With yeah. Kern. I've given them a B plus. I think they've been pretty solid in the league. Um, they're still, you know, close enough to to Bayern to give them give them more of a push. I think Angelino's been the best player that stood out to me, but I'm really excited to see Dominic Schubbersly in the second half of the campaign. Um, 
And obviously another main point in their season is that they managed to qualify out a, an extremely difficult Champions League group with PSG and Man United. Um, so yeah, B-plus for me. They're, they're exciting to watch. They've got a lot of attacking players. I think it'll be more of the same for the second half of the season too. I agree. I think he'll be a... I don't know if he'll kick on this exactly from the start of the, the, start of the season. Um, well, the start of the restart. Sorry. But I think he will become a very interesting player in the Bundesliga in the next year or two anyway. So, I don't know, Colin, what's your thoughts on uh, Leipzig? I mean, Ronan's basically a, a, a plastic Leipzig fan at the same time as well. Uh, he loves them every time they play well. Uh, but what's your thoughts, giving them such a high rating as well? I've gone for a B plus as well. Yeah, I think... Um... They're only two points off the top, which is maybe what you'd expect. I mean, they've, they've certainly been a lot better than Dortmund at keeping the pace for Bayern. Uh, and you, rem- you have to remember that they're dealing with the loss of Timo Werner as well, which is mm-hmm. such a key player, such a source of goals for them. They managed to spread it around the team quite well. I mean, apart from their actual strikers, but um, Angelino's uh, managed to contribute quite a lot, four goals and two assists. So. Uh, so th- there is a, there is a good chance for them to maybe keep in touch with Bayern this season, but we'll we'll wait and see. They did manage to go to the Alliance and not lose, which was probably a positive for them. Yeah, definitely. I think they didn't they didn't look like I don't I, I feel like at the start of the season we were saying they weren't that exciting, but they've actually. They've actually like proven everyone wrong again. I think they've they've played really well. I think they did really well to come out of their um, Champions League group as well. Very good result against Man United at the end after basically getting hammered by them in the first uh, the first meeting of them. Um, but I think maybe losing to Gladbach was a bit. Uh, I remember watching that game, and I think they'll probably be really really disappointed that they've they've not uh, started uh, being unbeaten for the first kind of half of the season. But you look at the top of the table and. You don't. You don't. Do you think Nagelsmann can get them the title this year, Ronan, or do you think? But just looking at the way Bayern are, do you think this is a season, or do you think he's just not got enough up top to win the league? Yeah, I think Bayern will be too strong. We'll see. We'll touch on them later, so I don't want to go into too much of what I have to say about them just now. But yeah, maybe that lack of firepower up front with a missing Werner could prove to be the difference. But. Um, yeah, I don't fancy them to win the title. Like second or third is, is where they'll be. Same with you, Colin. Yeah, I mean, you've learned from previous seasons that Bayern usually do find a way of coming out the top in the end. Uh, I'd, I don't know. We've talked about the, the lack of goals from uh, the new strikers, but they have still managed to score goals, but not at the same rate as Bayern. I'm looking at the Totals. Leipzig have only scored 24 goals, Bayern scored 39, so maybe that could be the difference in the end, the, the goal threat. Uh, so I, they could keep the title race going, but I don't see them actually coming out on top. I think the, the, the point that the, like Angelino is their highest goal scorer in all competitions uh, just kind of proves it. I mean, Pilsen's still scoring goals. I mean, seven goals this season is bad for Pilsen, but Pilsen's never, for me, he's never that out-and-out striker that's going to 
back, like for a club like where Leipzig want to be and are basically are now, yeah, they need a twenty goal a season striker, which they had in Werner and have not replaced Werner. But that's just that's their model. That's not what they're going to do. I think Slobozai will come in and score. He'll either he'll either score goals or he'll create a lot of goals um, in the next half of the season, which might help them. But I agree. I think I reckon they'll finish second this year. I think they'll they'll go and they'll. I don't see Dortmund coming up that high. Um, obviously, the next team we talk about Leverkusen could push them for it, but I think Leipzig will finish second this season. And I'm going to give them a an A minus because I mean they've done really well. I don't think they could have done anything. The only thing they could have done better was picking up at least a point against Gladbach. Um, but maybe maybe drawn to Kiln wasn't the best to watch that game. They weren't that impressive. I don't know if just a lot of football again just kind of caught up with them. But drawn to Kiln at home isn't a great result uh, for a club that Nagelsmann wants to take them to. And then I think the biggest thing will be how they go on against Liverpool. Do you think they can do it against Liverpool? Nagelsmann versus Klopp? I think they've fancied their chances. Um, see, when back in the Bundesliga team, but I mean, Liverpool showed that they are slightly vulnerable. See, they're dropping points against West Brom the other day. So, um, I mean, there is potential for them to do it, definitely. Yeah. So, but I mean, their last trip to Tengwin great. I think, was it 5 0 against Man United the last time? I think it'll be interesting to see Lee Nagelsmann against Klopp. Um, that's that's the biggest point to take from that game. I think that'd be really interesting to see. But yeah, pretty solid season for Leipzig as usual. Gonna gonna saunter on about up the top of the league. I think they'll finish second though, um, and they'll kind of keep up that kind of progress as they they want to call it. Leverkusen, next team on the list. Very impressed with Leverkusen because I know me and you, Ronan, both said they might they don't you didn't think they would finish. And uh, above fifth, we both I think we both said fifth to the prediction. So they've kind of proved us wrong, haven't they? They've been very, very impressive with a, a great squad that can be rotated as well. Yeah, they have. I think yeah, we tipped them to finish outside the top four, and I think from what they've shown in the first half of the season, they'll definitely be up there in the second half of the season. I don't think the loss of Kai Havertz and Kevin Volland has been as big a loss as what. Anticipated because Florian Verts just swatted into Havertz role and been absolutely brilliant for them so far. Um, they're still in the Pokal as well. They unbeaten in the Europa League or they certainly topped the group anyway. Um, second in the table, I've given them an A. Can't can't really fault them and they seem to be punching above where I expected them to be as well. So yeah, an A for me. Yeah, I mean they, they lost the game against Slavia Prague in the um, in the second game of the the Europa League but they did win the rest of the game quite comfortably and they scored more than three goals in every game so I think Europa League wise could they go win it? Do you think there's a possibility of the winner Ronan? Yeah I think there is I don't see why not they were got through to the latter stages last season as well so I mean they'll certainly fancy their chances 21 goals in 6 games in the Europa League Colin that's that's fairly impressive Yeah I think they definitely look like one of the strongest teams. I mean, I think it's quite refreshing to see both the German clubs this season do so well in the Europa League, off of them as well. Uh, sometimes so, sometimes teams from the Bundesliga underperform in the Europa League. Uh, but I think Leverkusen, as Ronan said, were really strong last year in the Europa League and nearly went the full way. And 
as they seem to be even better this year, I can see it. I can see them reaching the latter stages again. Yeah. Do you think the biggest part of this season, obviously Ronan touched on uh, Blues and Borland and Havertz, but do you think the kind of resurgence of uh, Leon Bayou is kind of has been one of their main, obviously Alario as well. You can't discount Alario. Alario's been fantastic, but I think Baye wasn't as good last season as it was the previous season. And this season, he's you know he's popped up with nine goals already. I think he's been very strong with them going forward, and that might be the difference that they've they've got to Leipzig because if you look, your Alario and Baye together have scored um, twenty goals, and then you had Schick and Diaby. They're scoring a lot of goals this season. I think that that's what they've got over Leipzig. I think it's a story of players that have maybe underperformed in previous years. Like Alario, you could always get a goal from him, but he wasn't really a regular scorer. Yeah. He's maybe some maybe considered something of a, a weak link um, when he played up top. But now, especially at the early stage of the season before he got injured, he was really impressive scoring a few goals. And uh, you mentioned Bailey as well. Like he had that a really good half season maybe two or three years ago, and he was getting a lot of interest from different clubs. But after that, he sort of had a bit of a regression and stopped performing at that high level. But now he, he seems to be back at his best and contributing the goals and assists. And right. I mean, not just those players, as you mentioned, like just around the team, we've got so many goal threats. Exactly. And you look at the midfield and look, just look at the kind of appearances, it's actually kind of shocking they've looked at it that Players like Aaron Gies and Palacios have played less than six games. I mean, it just shows the depth that they've got, that they can rotate these players so many times. That well, I think, like... uh, so I think, uh, I think Bowen Gartley has had a really good season. He's yeah. like made the spot in central midfield his own. He's actually scored a couple of goals. You don't really consider him to be a goal-scoring midfielder, but he has performed really consistently in the league and Europe, which probably explains why his the other central midfielders have had so few appearances because he's he's really made that spot his own. Yeah, I really like Bumgartlinger and I think he's another player that his consistency are the reason that Leverkusen have actually done really well this season again. Um, and I, I think the other main point is Radetzky taking away his mistake um, against Bielefeld. Radetzky is one of the top class goalkeepers in this league. And I think he's he's keeping them in games at times and he's, he's, he's popping up with really good saves at times. So I think, for me, I think that they're, um, they're, they're on course. I, I'd give them an eight, to be honest. I mean, the, the only game they've lost was against Bayern. Um, they've still got to play Frankfurt in the Pokal. Um, and then they've got uh, Frankfurt again. So it's basically, I think they've got them twice in January now. Uh, the Frankfurt's the next game. I think they could finish second as well. Second or third, I just can't decide between the two, Leipzig or Leverkusen, who's going to get there. Um, but for me, Leverkusen have been very impressive this season, considering the the talent that they lost. Mainz, uh, what are we going to say about Mainz? They seem to be they seem to do really bad, and then they, 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 they kind of rejuvenate for a wee bit, and then they just go back to being bad, and then they, they completely change their backroom staff, and then they change their, their manager. Just Are they a bit of a sinking ship at the moment, Colin? Uh, I don't know. You come to get used to Mainz being at the bottom of the towards the bottom of the league, and then they somehow maybe find a bit of form towards the end of the season, mm. and they've got that experience, that relegation scrap, just to find some way to survive. But when you look at 
how they performed this season. They're not really showing any evidence. I mean, there was that game against Freiburg where um, Mateta scored his goals and they managed to get that crucial victory. But since then, they've gone really downhill. Some of the games they've lost, particularly the last one, losing at home to Werder Bremen, that was such a key, such a key game, and they've gone and lost that. I mean, you'd think if Schalke weren't there and even worse, then you'd be looking at them as certainties to go down. But I think because they're not on the bottom, you maybe think that they're they're the side that could maybe get a few wins together and maybe catch up with the field. So I'm unsure. But I'd probably trust them more than Schalke to get out of this. But it's a big call. Yeah. Well, at least, at least they've got a win. <laughs> and they've got a, they've got a goal scorer. So I don't know if you saw um, I don't know if you saw the Poco penalties. Did you see oh, Mateta's penalty? No, I guess Boca. No, they, they, yeah. they didn't score a penalty. So I'm assuming it was bad. Yeah, it was uh, the third one. Oh, well, they missed all three. Lost three now. His his was just like a pass down the middle. Keeper just easily saved. It's embarrassing. Oh uh, no! Do you know? Do you know something that really annoyed me with that? And it's this daft thing to bring up, but I didn't like the the fact that uh, Mainz put that up as a five-two defeat. Like they put up full-time five-two. They added. I don't defeat. know why German clubs do that. It's really annoying. I don't like that. <laughs> they drew two each and they lost three 0 in penalties. They didn't lose five-two. Why make it look worse than it was? It makes no sense. Because I was I was looking at uh, I was looking at Kaka and it had like the results and it was like Hoffenheim going through it and it said like something like seven eight or something. Like yeah, that. it's daft. Anybody, anybody that didn't know any better would think that was the actual score. Exactly. So I don't like that. Change that, please. Just get just do it the normal way. Change German football. <laughs> Change German football for the better. <laughs> We're starting a movement. But back to Mainz, uh, Ronan. I think December was the biggest, the biggest indicator of where Mainz are going to finish. You had to play Bielefeld, Köln, Hertha and Bremen. See, to be honest, if you want to be a team that's not going to be relegated, you're going to look at that and think that December's a really positive run of games of teams that aren't playing well this season. We can go do something. They picked up one point. And I draw against, I go strong against um, Hertha. So I think that's the reason why I don't think they're going to get with this, this, uh, this problem that they're in. Yeah, I mean, for me, I've gave them an E, I think. At the moment, the best, because obviously that month that you spoke about there is probably the biggest indicator for them. Um, so I think the best they can do is possibly the playoff at the moment, unless they manage to turn something around. I think they've got the players capable to, to do it. I like Mateta, I think Boitis as well um, gives them something extra. St. Just is pretty solid at the back, but yeah, I've given them an E. They've obviously in a, a bit of a rut at the moment after those you know, on paper, what looked like a favourable run of fixtures until they come away with one point. Um, so we're all in agreement that Mainz have been pretty disappointing, but where we can expect them to be anyway, just looking at the squad. Um, I think Kwaizon's been a bit quiet this season, but disappointing. Mm. Um, you know, players like that, that's not really hit the heights, but they do have players that can go and do something for you. But I'm going to give them a... a D minus minus not quite an E, but can you give minus minuses? I've given them an F. Oh, an F. Yeah. I can't. I don't. I like see from that. I don't know. I, I what what layer have you made up for Schalke? F minus. <laughs> we'll get to Schalke. We'll get to Schalke. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, but moving on, 
Borussia Mönchengladbach could be manager listen or at least an end of the season. Well, quite disappointing, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think they've done so well in Europe, but they look a mile off Champions League at the moment. But do you not think that the fact that the the, the Champions League was so like I I know they they drew, they won two drew two and lost two, but they gave themselves such a good count. Do you not think that just kind of I know Gladbach are a team that want to do well in the league, but do you not think that that's going to overshadow it slightly if they do well against Man City? I suppose, but then you get to next season, they're not even in the Europa League. Like they're currently in eighth. So Aye, I think they will. I don't know. Like I mean, it was such a tough group for them, and it would have taken so much out of them. Like I think they're probably just knackered in the league when it gets comes to the league games. Because the other games were ridiculous that they had. I mean, the amount of goals were in every game. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Apart from the last game against Madrid. But um, I don't know. I just thought that, that I'd be quite impressed as a Gladbach fan with that Champions League. Obviously, you're not impressed with not being able to beat like Freiburg and Hertha in the past couple of weeks, uh, especially Hoffenheim. Losing Hoffenheim have been really poor this season. But they started the season quite well, um, but they've just not kicked on, like you said. I don't know. Ronnie, do you think that the the cup the the cup run and the the distraction in the Champions League is going to take away from the pro league form, or do you think that they should probably be called out for the fact that they've not picked up enough wins? Yeah, I mean, I think they have been quite disappointing in the league. I've given them a C. I think obviously the Champions League's been their their main source of success. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's been. I mean, it kind of came at the start of the season. I remember I expected them to blow away Union Berlin right at the start before Union kind of kicked on and they drew that game one all. There's just been a case of them. I don't know what's really went wrong in the league, but they've just not really hit the heights that we expected of them. In terms of standout players, I think War Stindl, for me, is probably one of the most underrated players in European football almost. He's just so good for them. But exactly. um, I think for the season, they've got a lot of work to do as well to get back into that top four again if they want to qualify for the Champions League uh, next season. Yeah, I, I think, I, I totally agree with the Stindl comment. I think he is an outstanding player. Do you think he does, he still fits into the Germany squad at all? Just looking at the team, that a team that maybe needs a bit of an, I mean, another experienced head, obviously. If they're going to bring players back, Müller's going to be first. But do you not think Stindl, in a really good Confederations Cup, remember, with Germany, do you think he's... He could have, he could still fit into that squad, or do you think his time came and now gone? I think if they're looking, to, if they're looking to bring new players, it'd probably be maybe younger. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's maybe part of the problem. If they go and bring back Muller, then it's sort of like going back to the past where they should be building something for the future, like bringing out, bringing in new players. I mean, like glad looking at Gladbach themselves, like. Neuhaus has managed to break into the Germany squad. Yeah, I think he's really well. good as well. I rate him highly. Uh, and I think they've actually they've struggled for injuries recently, Gladbach as well. Like you looked at how well Jonas Hoffman played earlier on the season, and they've, mm. they've been missing him. So I suppose you could let them off a wee bit with the injury problems that they've had, like Hoffman and Ben Sabini. Yeah, and Zachariah as well was a big miss. He's a he's mm. a very good player and quite versatile as well. I think he'll be good for them coming the second half when now he's back. Um, I just think they need more from like this sounds weird saying this, but they need a wee bit more from Turam. He's been a very good player, but I think he should be expected to score more goals. 
Um, players get seven, so you can maybe get say he's he's done all right. But I think Turam could maybe pop up with a few more goals this season uh, for the second half. But I think I think they made signing wise. I think they've did all right as well. I really like Evelde at centre back. I think him and Ginter together are kind of proven to be a really good partnership. So there's there's, there's key areas in there, but I think the thing is that. Do you think the whole Rosa to Dortmund's kind of overshadow them for the rest of the season? I don't know if that'll have an effect until if it actually happens. But another thing I thought of there was we spoke about Leverkusen before, how they're so free scoring with Leon Bailey, Moussa Diaby, Florian Verts, even like Demerby, Awario, Bellarabi. I think we probably expected Gladbach to have that same free scoring effect with the likes of. Hoffman, Stendhal, Player, Turam, and Bolo, but they've not. But they definitely have the potential to. I would say. Yeah, definitely. They've got. They've got a good. They've got good potential team. Like, they've got a good potential. They've got a team of really good potential there, and I think that they've got. I think they've got quite an important mix of young and old, as well, which I quite like. I think they've got a lot of good young players coming through, but they've also got the experience of you know Stendhal, um, being up top there. Just kind of leading, like sitting behind two Ram and play at times, kind of leading them. And then I, th- I think Lazaro was a quite an interesting signing, but he's turned out to be actually quite a good player for them. And I like Lionel. I just, I, I really like, for being a Kiln fan, I like a lot of uh, Gladbach's players, to be honest. Um, I think I think they will push up, though. I don't think they'll finish in eighth or like rid of I think they'll. I don't know who they'll replace because the top six right now. Can you? The only team that looked like they could fall out of is Dortmund. Uh, but I think they could push for the top six. But see the top eight right now. I think the top eight are pretty set. No one's going to break into it. Um, and it's between the top kind of eight, fourth to eighth, that could be really interesting to, towards the end of the season. But we'll jump from Gladbach over to München, and uh, Bayern Munich. You know, only one defeat. They have looked a bit more sloppier than they have in usual, but they've played so much football. They've played so much football recently, so that it kind of makes sense why. But where where are we kind of where are we sitting with um, Munich? Are you just are you are we giving them an A because we're expected of them, or should they be doing a wee bit better? Maybe an A minus. Yeah, I've given them an A as well. Yeah, got to be. They've, they've just. Hansi Flick's done something there that's really special. Uh, how I don't, I mean, I don't really care about awards and stuff like that. But how he did not win that uh, best manager of the season was ridiculous. Like he won everything he could. What more could he have done for a, for coming in so late on in the season as well and just rejuvenating the side? But I think they've played too much football. As well, hmm? yeah. Also, we spoke of their hiccups as well, but. You have to remember that although they've had a couple of hiccups, they've managed to be so consistent yeah. and the best team in Europe without Kimmich. Uh, missing Kimmich, missing Alfonso Davis, Taliso's been missing here and there, Leroy Sane's been missing for parts and not really hit the heights we expected to kind of hit the ground running. Um, Bowman's been missing here and there. Mm. I mean, they've had loads of injuries as well and they've, they're still just... I'd say they're by the best team in Europe at the moment. Yeah, and Lewandowski's still scored 20 goals in 18 appearances this season. It's kind of... You can't really... 
you can't really do much when they've got him on their side. You know, they're always going to they're always going to win the league when they've got Lewandowski because he's doing what everyone else needs and it's scoring goals. But I think um, what's been good is they've got a good a good mix of, of players that they've they've actually bringing in youngsters as well. You know, I, I quite like the um, Xerxes Donald came when he's came in. Musiala has really been the one that's impressed me though. Um, he's came in. Do you think he could be one that pushes on? Uh, Colin for like the rest of the season yeah I think he's been really impressive I think especially when you look at I mean, some of the some of the players you consider the key players for Bayern uh, you mentioned like Zane hasn't really performed yeah it's, it's not been that like he's been impressive for you guys like just touch I was looking at his looking at his stats he made quite a decent start like I think he he scored three goals in maybe his first like five games or something like that but he's yeah. he's not really not really contributed anything in terms of goals and assists since then. I mean, you want to be fair to him because he was out injured so long, like had a really serious injury. So that obviously uh, he's not going to, maybe he'll take time to adjust to that. But I think even a player like Gnabry hasn't really performed maybe to his highest level yet. Mm. So that, in that way, it's been really good for the young players like Musiala who have really shone brightly maybe while certain other players haven't so much. Definitely. Um, do you think that they can still go and win absolutely everything again this season? Yeah, I think they can. Do you think they will? Yeah, I do. Wow. Hey, Schalke loves Bayern Munich. <laughs> <laughs> He's Dortmund as well. I mean, pick your teams. <laughs> Love you, Colin. Do you think that... Uh, they think they can go and do and everything? They could, yeah. I mean, you, you could maybe look back on this season and think that the last, like, maybe couple of months have been the maybe the toughest spell of the season if they do go on to win everything because, they, I mean, they went behind in so many games in a row. But they still even have come out of that patch, qualified for the Champions League, like top of the group and now top of the Bundesliga as well. So they are on course for winning everything again. I mean, I don't know. It's a big ask for winning the Champions League again, but I don't see why they can't win every domestic trophy, which is maybe a bit depressing, but imagine I wouldn't they bet do. against that. Imagine they do, because they've already won the, the Super Cup. They've got Kiel in the, the Pokal second round. That's not been played until January. I th- I th- they could. They're going to win the league. Champions League, they're the strongest team in there right now, I think. It depends who wins in the Leipzig-Liverpool game for me. If Liverpool go through, Liverpool could push on. But I think there's good, um, there's good chance that Bayern could actually win everything again. And that's Imagine Hansi Flick wins 10 trophies. How, like, if, he, if the, the World Cup goes ahead, like, imagine he won all 10 trophies that he could. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Still wouldn't get managed here. They still give it to some fucking English guy. <laughs> fucking Bielsa would get it, and his team would like the bottom half of the table. Yep. But they play good. They play good attacking football. It's fine. <laughs> if Sam Allardyce keeps West Brom up, he'll get it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Surprisingly, sacked him already. Um, bye. So Bayern, you can't really fault them. Uh, second half of the season, will they mirror image? Will they basically go and do what they did? Um, Will they not lose many? Do you think they lose any games? Do you think they will fall short? 
because of the tired legs might get after playing so much football this year? I don't think so. I think some of the players they brought in to provide a bit of depth in the squad, like uh, Rocker in midfield, I think we've not saw the best of him yet. No. It took a wee bit of time to settle in, so I still think they've got potential to get even better, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. So, last couple to go now, almost done. And we begin this with Schalke. Has anyone given them higher than an F? Is it lower nope. than F count? I mean, if you can get lower than F, <laughs> yeah. Does F minus count? F minus. I mean, can you get an F minus? F is just the worst. <laughs> but I F minus, terrible. They've just, I mean, they've now got their new uh, manager in place, Christian Gross. Do you see anything happening with Gross? You know, he's recently been, I mean, he's been kicking about uh, Egypt and kind of Saudi Arabia teams for a while now. Um, do you do you see any resurgence coming out of Gelsenkirchen for the next half of the season or will they go the season without winning a game? I think it's such a hard job. I don't really know where, where to begin, what they can do, to be honest. Because um, they just had big games as well, like that Bielefeld game we spoke of and they lost that, didn't really create anything. They're just yeah, kind of think we've covered everything already about Schalke in previous podcasts because yeah. like nothing seems to be about, changing. I just feel like you can't say anything else about them. I mean, look at the next... See, to see if you look at the next four games, Colin. Hertha, Hoffenheim, Frankfurt, Kiln. Any team right now would probably look at that and go, yeah, none of those teams are in great form at the moment. You could probably go for it, but... If Schalke pick up any points from that, that's a miracle, surely. I mean, they could, they've got the odd draw, which is possible. Like they could get a draw, they could get a point off Köln or Hoffenheim, maybe. Um, I mean, any, any of those teams they could maybe pick up a draw against. Like they, they had that encouraging performance at Augsburg, which everybody probably would have expected a defeat in that game, but they, they almost won it. So it's not so much that they they lose every game. It's just like they just can't find that victory. I mean, when you're when you're going into a week where you're playing Augsburg, Freiburg, and Bielefeld, and you don't win any of them, then really you do deserve to get relegated. Yeah, so, but you feel for them with the Augsburg one though. They were so close. I want them to win. Like it's not. Yeah. Out of them. Yeah. You want them to do. You want them to. You don't want them to go down. Like it's such a big club. Uh, it's like, it's like when Hibs got relegated. Although we were all quite happy with that, to be fair. Don't think we need to talk about that. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though it's, it's it's huge. It's a huge club right now, and you couldn't like you, We all thought it a long time ago when Hamburg. I say a long time ago because it feels like a long time ago since Hamburg were last in the, the Bundesliga. But you you felt it when they were going down. You felt it last season when you thought Werder Bremen were going to go down. You couldn't imagine a Bundesliga without Schalke right now, could you? Very close to finding out. We are very close to finding out what's going to be like. It's very like, are they going to finish any higher than second bottom right now? Yeah, four points, like. They've, given, they've had many managers as they've got points. 
If you include Hoop Stevens, there's as many managers as they have points. Well, there you go. Like, it's just that, like, I mean, we're asking, we're asking ourselves after after the win at all when it by the time it gets to the end of the season. But I mean, even with that, they're going to have to win more than one game to stay up. If they're wanting to stay up, then they'll have to put a few wins together. So if we're, if we're questioning after win at all, then it's not really looking particularly good for them. The thing is, I'm looking at the the the, the list of fixtures, and they don't really have a a run. The closest run that they've got that's going to be good might be too late for them, and that's in April, where they've got Augsburg at home, and then they're away to Freiburg and Bielefeld. The three games that we literally just spoke about, saying that the, if you don't win those games, then you you're basically done. I know that I think April might be too late for them by then, but they don't have a good run at all after that. They've they've either got a, a game that they could get something, and then they've got Leipzig. Oh, then they've got like they've got they've literally got a run of Leipzig, Bel- Union Berlin, Dortmund, uh, and Stuttgart. I mean that's right now that's one of the toughest runs you could probably get. So I just don't see Schalke. I mean we we spoken at length about Schalke all season, and Matthew summed them up really well in our last podcast. Um, coming from a fan's point of view, but I think we've all gave them at least an F. I mean Collins went a wee bit further and gave them an F minus, which is a bit harsh, but understandable. We're not, we're not um, very hopeful for Schalke's season and we do not wish to be um, Christian Gross right now because it's just a, it's a poison chalice, isn't it? No one's going to be able to turn this team around unless they go down and then you take them from in the start in this vital league, surely. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it'll be if they do go down, it'll be interesting to see how they adapt because when you've got their team on paper, there's not that many standout players and you'd expect if they do go down that players could leave. I wonder if anyone will leave in January which could hamper them even more. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that'll be interesting to see how ja- the January window plays out for them as well because it could have an even further negative effect on the club. I can't get I don't see what they can attract that are going to make a huge difference. Has anyone stood out for you? I think Ronald's been good in goals. I mean, They've placed a lot of. He gets you 10 points in fantasy every other week. (laughs) But I mean, they have young players, but they're not players that are going to keep them up. Like Bujoab and Bozigan in midfield are okay, but I mean, in terms of impressive players, I mean, their weak position kind of speaks for itself. No, they don't. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm not confident in Schalke's abilities to go further this season. So we'll move on from Schalke because I feel like all we do is talk bad about Schalke. Let's talk about a team that's doing really well. Stuttgart. How impressed are we with Stuttgart? I'm giving them an A-. minus. Don't think they could have done any worse. Don't think they probably could have done any better. Uh, they probably could have done worse, to be fair. But they've actually they've, they've impressed. I think they've impressed everyone and they've shown that they, they've been kind of a yo-yo club recently. Um, and maybe, this, maybe under Matarazzo, They've actually got a, some kind of core of a team to go push on now and be got of old. What do you think, Colin? Yeah, I agree with that. I'm actually going with an A for them because I, I think they've been really impressive, not just in the results, but just the performances. They've been really convincing, exciting to watch. They'll be maybe slightly wary because if you remember last time they got promoted, they ended up finishing seventh and then get relegated the following season. But I think this feels like built on a bit more uh, 
more uh, solid foundations because it's yeah. more of a, a young squad. The previous time that they got that high finish, it, there was a lot of older players. It was like like said Gomez and Gentner and players like that. And you can't really build a maybe a long term foundations with a, an older squad. But now they've got so many players that are under twenty five that are performing at such a high level, and those players are only really going to get stronger. The likes of Romangatuka and Kulabali, they've both been really impressive. So I think it just for the club in general, it's like a really optimistic period. Yeah, and I like um, Kemp and Anton at the back. I think they've both had quite solid seasons for young defenders who both had a both probably progressed being in this Vital League last year. Anton obviously being with Hanover. I think they've both came in and done really well. There's not really much gone wrong. It's still got to play nice football. They're through to the next round of the Pokal. They beat Freiburg. Um, up next is Le- Leipzig, though. So it, I think it all depends on how they're going to get light against Leipzig. Could they push into the top six? Or do you think that maybe seventh would be a, a decent bit to finish, guys? Like, Ronan, what do you think? Seventh, would they take that? Yeah, I think top eight. Um, I think. Yeah, possibly between seventh and ninth, I think, is where they could end up. I've been impressed by, obviously, Kalajic, especially at the start of the season, because I think uh, Gonzalez was kind of the main focal point of their attack, and Kalajic came in from relatively unknown and was really impressive. Wamangatuka played out of position, and now he's got more of a chance up front, and he's, he's took it. I think in midfield as well, I've been impressed by Mateo Klimovic. I think he's only 20 years old, he's played more or less every game but I think what helps him is that he's able to play alongside players who have a lot of Bundesliga experience in Gonzalo Castro and Daniel Didavi so possibly that's a good mix and that allows Klimovic to to improve he's impressed me there also throughout the last 16 of the Pokal as well after beating Freiburg recently so yeah I mean I've gave them I actually went lower than yourselves went with a B plus which is still really positive obviously kind of Probably didn't take into account because you wouldn't think it when you look at them that they're actually a newly promoted side. You wouldn't think that when you watch them and see them play and the way they perform. So, yeah, I've been really impressed by them. Exactly. I think um, I think everyone's kind of praising Matarazzo as well. Is he any contention for the Dortmund job? As a you know a, a, a trainer that's looking like. He, take it, he took Stuttgart up. I mean, he took them up the hard way, but he still took them up and he's doing really well in the Bundesliga. I think you might be, if they're wanting to push for the league title, they maybe want a coach with a bit more pedigree, like the likes of Marco Rosa, who's uh, won the Austrian Bundesliga and obviously performed so strongly with Gladbach in the Champions League. So maybe a step too early for that. But the way he's going, I think he could definitely. Being the be in with a shout for a big job in the future, mm. and I mean it's always it always looks good in the CV when you've worked with someone like Nagelsmann as well. Yeah. So he used to be assistant assistant at Hoffenheim as well. So maybe even a couple more years of success of Stuttgart, and he could be in the running for jobs like that. It's an impressive season so far for Stuttgart, and we finish things up with the last alphabetically and. Another positive team to talk about, guys. Wolfsburg. I mean, they are 
similar to Leverkusen. They they were unbeaten until they played Bayern. So to beat the rest of the the league so far is very impressive. Do you? And I, th- I think Wolfsburg and our team they they disappointed when they didn't qualify to the Europa League. You know, I think they lost it to Athens in the end. Uh, but see if you look at um, their league form, it was outstanding. I know they took them a while to actually pick up a win, but once they got that win, they kept going and they they built on it each time. So I don't know, Colin, you can start us off with Wolfsburg. I mean, the team from Altostadt are doing fairly, fairly well, aren't they? Yeah, I've given them an A. Yeah, I think in the Champions League spots, like they've really they've come up, they've come on the past couple of seasons. They've start. I mean, they had they had the period of time where they're in the relegation playoff a couple of years in a row where they're really struggling because I think uh, Volkswagen were having some issues as well. So that. The club's fortunes are always quite linked with how the company's doing, but the past couple of years they've really picked up, got back into Europe, obviously failed at the playoff stage this year, but they've been doing really well in the league. You mentioned about how they took a while to maybe get going in terms of victories. That was quite linked to Beghorst, maybe yeah. struggling a wee bit in his first few games, but he's really he's really come into the fore and scored nine league goals now. I've also been really impressed with him. I thought Reid Labaku was a really good signing. Mites have been missing him. He's like a, a really good young player that I think has a future in the Germany squad. I I think the the Veg for the Veg horse thing was the biggest point. Do you think he's one of the most underrated strikers in Europe? I mean, he, I think maybe, maybe uh, teams around Europe are becoming a bit more familiar with him because I think he was quite strongly linked at Tottenham during the summer. So if he continues scoring the Bundesliga, then I don't. I think he will attract more interest, and it's maybe be quite difficult for Wolfsburg to keep a hold of him. But I think when you look at the top Bundesliga strikers, I think he's definitely. You could probably class him in the top three or four, maybe behind Lewandowski and Holland, and then you're looking at the likes of Beckhorst and Kramer, I'd say. Yeah, I think. I mean, I agree with that. I think that they do have a lot of. Good talent, you know. You said about Baku and stuff like that as well. I think that my, I think they've, they've been quite good at keeping out goals, but I also don't. I feel like they maybe are missing a top, top, top quality defender. I don't know if that's been a bit harsh in their defence, uh, Ronan, but I think they might be missing one of them. Yeah, I mean, when I drafted out my ratings for the clubs yesterday, I think I've been a bit too harsh with Wolfsburg. Only gave them a C plus. Um, like looking back, I'd give them a bit higher than that. I think that was mainly down to the start of the season where they failed to qualify for Europe, which is both touched on. And then the start of the season, they really struggled for goals and they weren't very entertained to watch. But I think as the season's progressed, they've probably improved the most. Um, and one player that's also stood out to me in central midfield is Javier Schlager. I think his yeah. range of passing is really good. I think an assist, I think, was it the Friday night game against Bremen, or it might have been the pass that created the assist where he played an unbelievable like diagonal ball um, to set up a goal. He's someone who's who stood out to me playing alongside, obviously, Arnold, who's done it year in, year out at the top level of the Bundesliga. And I think with him now being out of Europe, the reaction they've got from that couldn't have been much better, really. And they'll fancy their chances for, for Champions League, you know, with Dortmund being a bit fragile, Gladbach are kind 
kind of fallen a bit behind of where people expected them to be, but they've got themselves in a really strong position to kick on, and they're hard to beat. Very hard to beat. Um, but is there, is there hope of them finishing higher than fourth, or do you think fourth would be a very, very solid season for them, Colin? I don't think I can see... I can't really see them breaking the top three. I think uh, Bayern and Leipzig, I think you'd definitely consider to be uh, finishing in the top three at least. And then I think Leverkusen looking so strong. I don't really see them high, finishing higher than fourth. It's whether they manage to keep that fourth spot. Is there are the, there are the big clubs below them pushing for that, like Dortmund and if Gladbach can get their act together, they'll be pushing for Champions League as well. So I think the fourth will be the aim for them. And if they manage to do that, that'll be a great success for them. Right, so that's us completed all 18 Bundesliga teams. Um, can I hint round the preview? Um, so let's move on now and go back to another quiz after we missed one last week. And Colin, as the newbie, is going to host this time and me and Ronan are finally going to battle it out on our own. So Colin, on you go. Right, I've got a surprise for you. It's club nicknames, not player nicknames, as uh, we previously discussed, and there was a bit of confusion. So I'm going to test it on German club nicknames. So most of these clubs are from the top two divisions, but there's the a couple of lower league ones just thrown in there. And the way the rules are going to work is... So I'll, you'll take it in turns. So the first question I'll give to Ronan... If Ronan gets that right, he gets two points. But if Ronan gets it wrong, then Roy's got a chance to steal the two points. And then if both of you get it wrong first time, then I'll start giving clues and he can get a point for the right answer. So I'll, I'll read out the nicknames in German and English, but I'll start with Ronan. So who are the Roten Bullen or the Red Bulls? <laughs> Leipzig. That's correct. That's two points. Easy one for Ronan. That's why you wanted Ronan to go first. Switch him a ten. So, uh, ten. See, because he knew about Slobosley. <laughs> Roy's first question Who are the Wolfe or the Wolves? Wolfsburg. That's two points. Ronan, who are the Fallen or the Fools? Glad back. That's correct. Um, Roy, who are the Eisernen or the Irons? Fuck. That's my first one. I'm not sure. Um, this is meant to be one of the easy ones. Is it? Yeah. No, it's not. Hoffenheim? That's incorrect. Fuck, I mean, do you Ronan. know? Maybe it's not the that Iron. easy, actually. I don't think that's an easy one. The Eisernen or the Irons? Union Berlin. Oh. That's correct. Fuck. Ronan steals the two points. It's always when somebody tells you that it, sounds, it's, it makes more sense than it was. I don't know where they're <laughs> from. Big clue is uh, their club anthem, Eisernen Union. Yep, yep, that would have been said. It helps when you have their stadium and everything on FIFA on your yep. ultimate team because Derek Ray basically says it before every game. 
That's cheating. He's using Derek Ray. So when you use it, when you see the scoreboard now, it's not looking good for Roy. It's six two. Fuck. Uh, right. Is that right? Six two. I'd be on, I'd be on six. Yeah, that's right. And before each, if I went first. Right, Ronan. Uh, who are the Verkself or the Company Eleven? I've got, I've got a list. I'm not too sure. The German translations, I've seen it like different ways. It's like the Company Eleven or the Factory the, Eleven. I don't know, yeah, like the Factory Eleven. The Working Eleven. Yeah. That's a huge hint. Bremen? Incorrect. Ah. So it is Bayer Leverkusen. Roy steals the two points. <laughs> Got me back. Right. The sixth one. Who are the Adler? The Eagles? Do you even need that All square. All square now. Ronan, who are the guy spoker or the Billy Goats? Come on. Actually, I'm wearing a cologne top. You right. can really see the goat. <laughs> well, you're sort of giving him hints if you're like covering the badge. Maybe you wouldn't have got it if you hadn't done look and see. You know, I mean, they do anyway. That was an easy one. <laughs> couldn't give you right. that one. That one <laughs> no, you couldn't give me that one. <laughs> Roy, who are their club? The club? Uh, Nuremberg. Yeah. Even again. Ronan, who are Carnival's for Ryan? Or the Carnival Club? Mines? Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. That's I like knew that because we talked about the Carnival shirts before and it's only Cologne and Mines that do them, isn't it, basically? So. Yeah, mostly. Uh, right, next one, Roy D. Roten Teufel, the Red Devils. Uh, that is Kaiserslautern. That's correct. Said I was going to avoid colours, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> right, next one, Ronan. So it's starting to get a bit harder now. Um, the Knappen, the Miners. Hmm. I think who we've not had. Don't know, I'll go like Bockham or somebody. Close, but no. The answer to that one is the worst team in the Bundesliga, Schalke Nufia. Correct. So I think that's really taking a in Schalke's history. Two. They actually aren't the worst team. I feel like I need to come in and say they aren't the worst team in the Bundesliga just this season. So Roy's 12-10 up now. And he's got the chance to extend his lead with the Alta Dama, the old lady. Okay, <laughs> you did say it was going to get harder. Um... Oh, Hertha Berlin. Why, why, why oh, did you get that? Why did oh, I, I, <laughs> I don't know why I just think about that. That's, that's annoying, <laughs> right? It's one of those ones, as soon as the name came into your head, it was like, why didn't you say that, like, straight away? I heard the balloon. Right. 
Question 13 for Ronan. Who are their Dino, the dinosaur? Trying to think of a club logo that looks like that. Stuttgart. Oh no! There, isn't there um, mascot a dinosaur? It's an alligator. Ah, close enough. You're on the right track, so if you think about mascots, then. Oh shit. Um, I, I was going to think it. I was thinking old clubs, and I've got one in my mind, but I'm not going to say it because I don't think it is, I don't think they've got that nickname. But I just know they're an old club. But I'm assuming it's going to still be a Bundesliga side at this point. You so, tell me. Yeah, I can't. I'm not going to ask. Um, let's go. Ah, I might just have to. I, See if, see if I ask for a, a clue. Does that just drop me down to one point? Because I've got two guests. I've got. This is the stage. No, you can either you have to guess or pass it, and then you'll get the clues of Ronan has a chance to uh, chip in as well. Because it's. Uh, if you get it wrong here, you start getting clues, but you can only get one point. I'm just trying to get clubs. Right, I'm only. I, I think this is wrong. But the only reason I'm going to say it is because they're one of the oldest clubs in Germany, Bochum. No, that's not. Right. The idea. So, right, this is the first one you've both got it wrong. So, I'll start giving clues and then the first one to shout the right answer gets one point. So, they're called the Dinosaur because they were in the Bundesliga for so long. Like, they're one of the founding members. Uh, and what I've been in the league ever so long without getting relegated. No, 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 never mind, never mind. I put my hand up for some reason. No one can see that on the podcast. Um, <laughs> no, never mind. Continue with your comment. So, other clues. It's in the name, like Dino. Like, I'm a. It's nothing to do with. It's nothing to do with the the, the, the nickname's totally like. Oh, Dynamo Dresden. To, to go with. Yeah, that's who I was getting at. So they, they were a, they were found they were a founding Bundesliga member. And because they've been around in the Bundesliga for so long without getting relegated. Wait, currently still have a dinosaur. That takes out my that takes out my guess that I put my hand Hamburg. up. Hamburg, that's it. I was gonna oh, say Hamburg when I put see when I see when <laughs> I got it. And then I thought, nah, they're the the Rota Hosen. <laughs> Their nickname's the Rota Hosen. I'm I'm making a complaint. That's that that's a... Well, I mean a clubs can have more than one nickname, can't they? Aye, but aye, but they were the Rota Hosen, surely. They're also called the dinosaur. That's why they have a dinosaur mascot. Yeah, I knew that. That's what that's so, what went in my head, and then I thought, no, they're nicknamed. Nah, that's a, that's a farce. Farce. Oh, I'm, I'm not happy. I should get a point for guessing the second nickname that wasn't even mentioned. You get a point deducted for your answering back in a minute, sunshine. <laughs> All right, which master today? Point points can be deducted oh. for a morning. Sorry. So that's a. Uh, so 14 and 11 to Roy at the moment. I'm still winning, it's So, yeah, it's your question next. Who are the Claybletter Shamrocks? Uh, that's the Greuther Furt. That's right. 16 to Roy. Right, Ro- uh, Ronan, yeah. Uh, 
the zebras, the zebras, or zebras. Zebras. Yeah. Does the black and white come into it? Is that a big factor here? Freiburg? No. The answer is MS Valdusburg because they're, they play oh, in blue and white stripes and the city of Duisburg is covered in blue and white zebras. And I've been there, so. I've saw loads of their shirts on uh, Bundesliga boxes. Everyone seems to be getting Duisburg ones and, yeah, the zebras. Should have got that. Yeah, they're current, they're current strips like zebra print. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, next one, Roy, chance to extend his lead. So that this one actually has more than one correct answer. There's actually there's two clubs I would there's two clubs I would accept for this: the Leuven, the Lions. Um, oh, Braunschweig's got to be one of them. Yeah, I'll accept that. Uh, but what's the, you're thinking of a different one? No, no, that's one of them. That's right. I was just trying to think what the other one is. Um, I'm not going to get. I'm, I'm not going to ruin. But I got it right. I got it right. So if Ruin wants to guess the other one, so are you? Are you prepared to give Ronan the chance to get two points if he gets wait, this? Wait, then he get both of them. <laughs> no, no, no. You've got your two points, but I'm. Are you prepared to give Ronan the chance to earn two points if he guesses the other lines? Aye, because he doesn't look that confident. I mean, he's not going to lose any if he gets it wrong. This yeah. is a, a free hit. Right. Right, so right, you've got two points, Roy. So if, if you get the other club nicknamed the Lions, Ronan, you get two points as well. I don't even know. I'm trying to think of badges that have a line on it, but nothing's coming to mind. Um, That's along the, that is along the right lines. What? Are they in the top division now? No. Um, that's gonna, that's gonna... Oh, 1860. Fuck. Yeah, that's right. That's I two points. I should have given him up. Darmstadt? Yeah, that's right. I thought you were only going to get that. Roy, who are the Sturka? The Storks? I'd love to tell you. Um, I've got a feeling they're going to stick with his Vital Liga here, so I'm going to just try to think of his Vital Liga team. <laughs> I've got no idea. Is it obvious, or is it quite? Is this like a really hard one? It's, it is one of the hardest. Yeah. I mean, that, this is this is your second last one. After this, it's the final. Does final it translate anything? It means the storks. The stork. A stork's yeah. like a type of bird. I think it's to do with the city. Like I, I think the city gets has these birds or something. Oh. I don't know why I said oh like that made me no more. <laughs> I mean, if you actually if you know anything about birds, that might mean something. That, or geography. I don't know, but geography in Germany should be quite good. To be fair, like I think it, it 
it probably is a clue about where the city is. Right, I'm just going to say I don't know, so you can give us a clue. And um, I'm going to assume that my job... Well, it goes to Ronan. goes to Ronan first, before you get the clues. Right, but he so you, better, you, might, you might as well have a guess. If I have a guess... Um, my guess is going to be... No. Um... Regensburg. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Freiburg. No. Nah. Right. Yeah. Clues. Right. Ready to start giving you clues. Uh, I'll give you more clues about the actual team. Right. Give us geography and I'll get it. <laughs> Where are they? Nah, that's too, too easy. They, this team are having a very good season, pushing for promotion. Holstein Kiel. And they did come. Yeah, that's right. So you stole a point there. It's only one point, Camden. So it's... Rowan's got 16 and Roy has 20 at the moment. Oh, so I just need to get mine right and I win. Eh... Uh, Ronan needs to win and steal. I'm playing for yeah, pride. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> right, so the, these are these are probably very hard. Impossible. Unless you somehow know. So Ronan's last and last question is who are the Bryskow Braziliana? The Bryskow Brazilians? It's oh, like the German I equivalent of Cowden. I swear. German equivalent of Cowden Beef. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are the German cow and beef? There's quite a few places like cow and beef here. <laughs> Going to be a stab in the dark, isn't it? Mm. I feel like I've seen that as well. The what Brazilians? Bryce Gal Brazilians. I think that's going to help you. That, it actually, that, no, that made too much of a clue. It actually is helpful. See the Bryce girl, but that's helpful. That is helpful. Because it's like, it's part of the actual name of the city. Got it. Once he's not got it. Uh, I've got it once he's not got it. I, I, did, I just realised I thought you said Bryce Cowell and I was like what the fuck is Bryce Cowell but I know what you mean now right Ronan pressure's on need Ronan to, get us to, keep the, to keep the quiz alive although I'm considering considering making the last one four points because it's so obscure <laughs> <laughs> you may as well have a guess but I know I'll give you no, I can't start giving clues. I think you gotta give clues just because I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Do so I want the last one to actually bad. No, I guess. No. Is that a guess? Yeah, go on. <laughs> go on. We didn't hear you. 
Dorst, I don't know. Their nickname is just Fortuna, I think. <laughs> Do you fling a runner? That is Fortuna's nickname. Is it? Oh, I, I couldn't care. This was. <laughs> Joking. Um, so that's wrong. The answer is Freiburg. Freiburg, yep. Yep, the city is called Freiburg from well. Breslau. <laughs> you literally that's... guessed them so many times. If you said Breisgau, then I knew because Freiburg's actual full name is like Freiburg and Breisgau. So it's uh, 1622. So it's 11 Germany. I reckon if Roy gets it wrong and I nick it, I get six points. But it's not it's not <laughs> if Mexico wins, like <laughs> I don't think there's any like victory in that though. Like see if you end up winning by making up fake rules. Right, final question for Roy. So Roy's already won it, so we're just playing for pride now. Roy, who are Kartoffel Kafer? Potato. Potato Beatles. The best nickname so far. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that one for last? <laughs> um, Who do you want it to be, Roy? Who do you want the potato beetles to be? That's the way to look at it. I'm trying to think of areas of Germany that's very potatoey or like they're bigger <laughs> than potatoes, but I don't know many that are bigger than their capers or be their beetles. Um, fuck knows. Wait, so this is a four pointer. I'll make a four point now, yeah. But if, if we don't get it, we get guessed. Oh, it doesn't mean it. No, you've already won anyway, actually. Your six points clear. Make it a six. Maybe we'll make it a six point now. Because Rangers are 19 points clear, does it mean they're going to be like, that doesn't matter, we don't want any more points anymore. I want my points. Use the rules of the game just to make it exciting. <laughs> a six point now. This is a six point now. Rubbish. You're all against me. Think about how, think about how convincing this is going to look. If you get this right, uh, if you get you'll be 12 points clear. It'll be 28-16 if you get this right. But if you get it wrong and Ronan steals it, it'll be all square. Do you have a, do you have an extra one for a tiebreaker? Because I would never get it. Do. I'll think of one for a tiebreaker, yeah. Um, fuck. Um, is, it, is it their first? I know I'm asking for a clue here, but is, have they got more than one nickname? This isn't their proper nickname. I think this is, I think it is their proper nickname. Where's Derek Ray when you need him? <laughs> need a hundred percent of this. Uh, I've got quite a good. See if you, if you if you need a clue, I do have quite a good clue. Is that a helpful clue or a hard clue? Clue. <laughs> Slightly. Probably be a hard clue. Oh great! It's quite an it's an interesting fact that probably won't help you. Great, great clue. <laughs> um, right, I'm just going to have a whack at it so we don't end up on this for half an hour. Um, I'm trying to think of where uh, this sounds daft. I'm trying to think of like main places where potatoes come from in Germany, but I don't know. I don't tend to look at. I'm going to go look at my potatoes. Right, give me a minute. Right. <laughs> uh, see I'll give you a right. That's it's nothing really to do. It's not really to do with that. Wait, you're, really a, a Ronan might know this, and he's just not got his turn yet. <laughs> Do you know I'm, not, I'm not sure that. I'm not really sure that it's helpful. Uh, right. Just have a guess, the and then I'm going to guess the team. 
And only because I can't think of what their actual nickname is. Karlsruhe? No. I thought the potatoes came for Karlsruhe. Not even close. <laughs> they might. They might do it. What do you mean close? Not really relevant. Graphically or closed league-wise or just name-wise? It's not really close. It's not, it's not really relevant to the actual nickname, like location, like actual potatoes. Like potato oh. beetles are a, a type of beetle. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You put the word at the start before I went off the rambling about potatoes. I was about to go check my potatoes. I'm gonna go see that. Ronan, Ronan, you've got you've got a chance to level this. If you if you manage to guess this. He's leaving, so I can just tell you. <laughs> he will never know. If he's going to cheat, then stab in the dark. Stab in the dark. Who are Cartoffel kefir potato beetles. Um, I'm going like to go with the team I've saw in Bundesliga boxes. I'll go with that Schweinfurt. Uh, you're guessing Schweinfurt? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, thank God. Right. What was the suspense for? What, it? <laughs> what was the suspense for? I thought you got it. Damn, I thought I had it. Just make, just making sure that was his final answer, right? So I'll start giving you clues now. Right. It doesn't really matter about points now because I'm not going to give you six points. Ah. Oh. Well, right. Running, the hint, the hint is this: this is the only German club that former Scotland striker Chris Awolumo played for. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Scotland legend Germany Chris Awolumo played for a club in Germany in the 2000s 2000s let me check his record see if you see if you turn around and say he played two games that's the worst clue I've ever heard He played nine games and scored no goals between (laughs) 2004 and 2005 for this club. Right, that that sounds daft because Chris Moulin must have played a reasonably sized club at that time. He was signed by Dieter Hecking, or like, well, he was coached by Dieter Hecking at this club. That should help, but it's not. My Dieter Hecken knowledge only goes back to like 2015. Yeah, you probably, I mean, that's it. I think this is one of Hecken's very first clubs, if not the first club he coached at. Can I ask if they're um, professional leagues or if they're regional league or below? They're they're now a regional league side. Great, that's five leagues we need to think about. <laughs> um, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a wee guess. Rudigenhausen. No. Such suspense again for a no. Cottbus. More because I dropped my earphone. Cottbus, oh. no. Right. <laughs> They, they're, they're called they're called potato beetles because 
the strip that they have, apparently whatever potato beetles look like resembles potato beetles. So it's like stripes. Oh. Wait, is it uh, stripes, not hoops? Stripes. Like, but they don't always have... No, that, that's actually not helpful because they don't always have stripes. They don't even think they have stripes. Right. I'm they have ye- yellow and black stripes is their like, traditional strip. So that's why they're called potato beetles. Um, and they're reggae and league aside. Yellow and black? I'm going, can I, I, I'm going to make a guess before he could jump in. I mean, it's a free-for-all. I think it's a team that I should have went to see a long time ago and I didn't, and it's Alemannia Aachen. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I've never won anything yet, so I'm happy. (laughs) I mean, you only only got it after my big Chris Alamo clue. I didn't even think he played for them. I got it for yellow and black, to be honest. When they were in the second, like I'm the... why I shouldn't eat Heckin would have uh, managed in the West, so I would just go through the West League. So I was going to get there eventually. When uh, when Almani Aachen were in the Zweite Bundesliga, uh-huh. Chris Awolomo had a season there, scored yeah. no goals, and then went to Colchester. Great, Colchester. Great. That's a good. That's a that's a good. Um, that's a good future guest for us, Chris Awolomo. We could talk about his, his ill-fated spell with Aachen. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love to talk about that. <laughs> Chris, if you're listening, come on, mate. We'll, we'll have a chat about uh, Aachen. It's a great city, lovely city. There was an earthquake there a couple we won't of talk about the. We won't talk about the Norway match. There we go. Out of the, 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 me and Ronan, I've, I've gained victorious. What was the end score? I'm getting points for that. Right, I'll give you I'll give you one point for that. So that was twenty three sixteen. I mean that twenty three sixteen. Yeah, you you got like three clues, four clues. Did I only get one wrong? You got post uh, and wrong. That's fair. That's fair. We'll take that. A bit, a bit, a wee bit, a bit. Ronan, I think Ronan only Ronan, Ronan only got three wrong. I think four wrong. It's probably punished by so made a difference. <laughs> yeah, right. So first victory for Roy. Congratulations. Ronan's misery of his team's all losing at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but I so that was a good one there. Just um, a bit of fun at the end. Just a disclaimer that the the the, the quiz was recorded after the um, the actual preview before so that. From when we recorded the preview, Ronan didn't know his teams were going to lose, but now he does, um, and they all lost. Just to remind him that they all lost quite heavily, especially Hibs. Uh, it was going to happen anyway, so. <laughs> Fair. But, um, aye, so I hope everyone um, had a good new year. We'll get back onto the, the games um, from next week. We'll miss um, the first week back. I don't think anything really exciting happened, to be honest. There was of no couple of uh, routine victories for some of the teams uh, but we'll be back for uh, the next match day next the following week uh, so I hope everyone had a good new year and we'll all see you later soon. And Scotland!